friends, and welcome back to Gone Fishing, the podcast where we read and review and critique um, phishing emails and all things scams. My name is Catherine Fish, but you can call me Cat. And as always, I'm joined by my co-host. Hello, it's Red. How are you? I'm good. Happy 2024. We made it. New year, new scams, new us. Another year, another dollar. That's what something, they tell me. <laughs> something like that. But thankfully, we made it through all the holiday craziness. And um, now we're just, we're back to it. We are back. Yeah. It's Business as usual. Going, rolling into the second week of January, first weekend of January, I guess. It's not mm-hmm. New Year's. Mm-hmm. So here we are backing at it. Yeah. With some fresh scams, of course. Hot off the press. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so without further ado, would you like to kick us off? Sure. Um, I do have to ask, did you have any, um, did you feel scammed by any of your family Christmas gifts that you received? <laughs> did anyone scam you horribly? Did someone tell you, like, give you something, tell you they were going to get you something and then they didn't? I got to know. I got to know. Um... Not actually, but I will share with the listeners that you read, sent me some (laughs) (laughs) some excellent spam mail. Um, He literally sent me an ornament, a Christmas ornament of a can of spam with a hand. I should have brought that to, I should go get it and I should read it. But Oh my God. I forgot. I'm not going to say I forgot about it, but that wasn't the reason I asked. I wasn't like enticing you to you talk weren't about it fishing no i wasn't Ooh, there you go insert fishing sound here uh no i really wasn't i was just genuinely like curious if if you felt scammed by a christmas gift you got but yes that I is a good no, i didn't end up doing any like white elephant gift exchanges okay. or like dirty santa because i feel like that's okay. where you usually would get right. that but no no all my gifts were were genuine and i wasn't good. like disappointed just materialistically <laughs> oh tis the season though i know what about you no it was good it was good um it was a pretty quieter holiday season this year for me which was kind of nice to be honest you know not as much yeah. running around to different places and having like 12 christmases and all that so it was good that's not bad yeah nice but yes, I will ring in our first uh, email of the year here, which right. is, so it is, the subject line is your Google account temporarily banned and then a couple underscores and then number 156543. And this comes to us from Google with the restricted <laughs> icon. And that email is info at coffeecut.bid odd so very official um so we open this email and we see the google logo with a the google cloud logo i guess Um, did they even use that logo i i don't know i i'm not personally familiar with that logo but (laughs) sure it has the different colors and it looks it looks like a copied and paste they you know from somewhere i just i'm not super familiar with this exact google logo product Mm. but anyway we see a google logo and then dear customer i am the representative of customer support center at google we recent we recently received 42 complaints about your email account this is the final warning before your account is suspended complaint information details which i must note is in comic sans font (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes <for the> listener. <laughs> uh just that part just the header there uh yeah. complaint id five four five six eight seven five four six complaint received from google g drive gmail Uh-oh. complaints sending malware and viruses thousands of spam messages have been sent from your email address in the last three days We need clarification to avoid email account deletion within 24 hours. We recommend installing an antivirus program. We will choose the best one for you. And then when I saved this email as a PDF, it did not save it the same, but the scan for viruses was a button uh, Mm, with a link. But now it's just text with a link. 
And then at the bottom, we have the disclaimer. If you no longer wish to receive these emails, you may unsubscribe by clicking here or by writing to, and then an address is listed. But then below that disclaimer, there is another disclaimer in a different font that also says, this offer is brought to you by Kayla Whitney. <laughs> to be removed from our list, simply click here or write to us at Kayla Whitney and then a different address, different state. So, so who is Kayla Whitney? I don't know who Kayla Whitney is, but maybe she is the representative of Customer Support Center at Google. Must be. Must be. Um, that's what I got. So wow. lots of fonts going on. Lots of and colors. colors. Yeah. It's it's very vibrant. I this will is, give it that. This is like a four color email. To match the Google logo, of course. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, my goodness. I'll let you yeah go ahead go into your go. okay go straight in okay um a for attention grabbing um of the abcs of our rating system mm -hmm. which if you are a longtime listener you will know our rating system and uh usually known as the abcs but for those who are new listeners a stands for attention grabbing b stands for believability and c stands for call to action and charisma mm-hmm so for the A on this one, <clears throat> out of 10, I'm going to give it an eight. Okay. I'm going to go high on this That's one. High. because yeah. Yeah, I like, I like the subject. Like, well, I don't, <clears throat> you know, quote unquote, like. Right. But um, I think it's attention grabbing. Your Google account temporarily banned. And then yeah. with like the like support number or whatever, which is again different than the complaint id number whatever but um i think that <laughs> yes. it looks it looks kind of scary yeah um and it's like i don't know it's specific enough that it seems like oh gosh i should check on that and it's from google restricted right so it's like oh okay so like if you i mean just at a glance that looks legit and you open then you open up the email and it's not that it's um professional at all like this gives very like elementary um you're you're playing with like a word document oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> um just based on the format the formatting is all over the place like you said like there's like the crazy font sizes and colors and spacing mm -hmm. um but it does draw the eye and i'm like okay i'm reading this yeah so i'm gonna give it an eight for that reason believability though uh i actually for as as crazy as this looks content wise if the formatting weren't so distracting this seems pretty legit okay like i mean because if this were to be real like if your account was getting banned google would probably contact you via email mm -hmm. there's nothing in there like the grammar's not particularly atrocious um, it seems plausible, like your account has been hacked somehow and your account mm -hmm. it's sending spam messages. That would be something that you wouldn't maybe notice. So it's like, oh gosh, um, the, de the dead giveaway though, is when they say, uh, we recommend installing an antivirus program. We will choose the best one for you. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's the first like major red flag. Well, second major red flag after the formatting um it's a little heavy-handed yeah but then but even then like i guess if you weren't i don't know it i can't imagine anybody falling for this truly but yeah, i hope not yeah but content wise it's not the worst scam we've seen it's much more plausible so i'm gonna give it a seven okay out of ten for believability um that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just think the the actual like plot of it is decent, even though the for the formatting is a thing that like That's a good point. Yeah. Like gives it away. Yeah. The scenario um, is realistic. The implementation maybe not as yeah. Much. yeah. And then for call to action charisma. Uh the call to action here is sneaky. Because the, I guess the plot or the ploy is that they get you to click on that button. That's a, a mm -hmm. sneaky hyperlink. 
So there's not a call to action in the sense like, please respond now or within 24 hours to save your account, which actually makes it a little more, I think that would work better because it's, that would, I don't know, it just, it it makes more sense to me that you would click on a button that would take you to a different website if this were Mm -hmm. coming from like tech support than them being like, we are awaiting your reply. Right. Um, no, that's so true. that's, that's yeah. kind of sneaky. Now, again, it's another weird giveaway when there's like the unsubscribe button with the name of Kayla Whitney. I, like that, <laughs> that part is weird. They should have kept that off. I love it. Yeah, it's super random. Again, sorry, Kayla. I don't know who you are, but they're using your name. Um, but so the, the call to action though, because it's so like, uh sneaky i guess mm-hmm. covert um i'm gonna give it another eight wow that's a big score okay i new year i'm feeling generous right now oh okay got it uh, yeah <laughs> yeah okay but i don't know like i kind of like this one yeah i'll jump in for mine um yeah. for attention grabbing also i i told you this off the air um that I was doing a Google account related email. Um, and the, the another funny factor of this is that this was sent to an old Microsoft email of mine. So this is oh, not, yeah. <laughs> this is not a Gmail account. So Google would not be, should not be notifying a Microsoft uh, account. That I forgot. They, okay. They're going to suspend maybe, the account. Yeah. That would maybe change the believability score a little bit, but Okay, continue. (laughs) I forgot to bring that up when I read it through again on the air, though. But yes, so um, for attention grabbing, I agree. I think I think the subject line is fine. I mean, I think the weird like underscore part is unnecessary. Um, Yeah, but it's there. And but yeah, it has a it has a number. It has it says it's from Google until you Mm -hmm. look at the actual email address. Uh, When you open it up, you do see that Google logo. Um, that's Which a little is a weird blurry. choice. <laughs> yeah, it's not great high quality. It looks definitely like it was just ripped from like a Google search. Yeah, um, for sure. It's definitely not like the vector file going on over here, uh-uh. but uh, <laughs> but but it's fine. And yeah, and then we get straight into it, and we've got three different colors and the first three lines of text. <laughs> so we're actually four in the first four. So it's <laughs> it's a lot going on, but. I think if I, I agree with you a lot that I think if the formatting had been better, if they had been consistent in font choice, if they had been consistent in mm-hmm. colors <laughs> in color scheme and just kind of gone all black or all gray or whatever, mm-hmm. um, this probably would have been a little more convincing, but I'm getting ahead mm-hmm. of myself. So for attention grabbing, we see lots of color. We see <laughs> multiple fonts going on. We see sometimes things are in all caps and sometimes they aren't. Um, <laughs> we... Uh, it is attention grabbing. So I will say I will give it a seven, I think out of 10 for attention grabbing. It is attention grabbing um, yeah. for believability back to that track. If the, if it had been consistent in its font choice and other formatting choices, I think that this might get a higher score. I think this, the believability, I think you worded it perfectly by in the, the idea that the plot is there, but, yeah. but the execution is not. So yeah. I'll give it, I'll give it a five. I think um, they tried. They just tried a little yeah. too hard. <laughs> a little they're too like the colorful. they're like the kid who puts the PowerPoint together, and he has <laughs> he has a good paper, but his PowerPoint is just all over the place. So yeah. that's what's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the research. They just didn't visualize it very well, and that's okay. They still got <laughs> a five for call to action and charisma. I think the charisma is there. There is one or two grammatical errors, but they're small. I think the first one is just the introduction, though. I am the representative of Customer Support Center at Google. There should be a the mm-hmm. of the Customer Support Center at Google. I think that would be how that would be worded correctly. And so with that, you're, I'm immediately kind of tipped off that this is yeah off besides three different colors. Uh, but, and the fonts, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but you have that going on. 
Um, the complaint ID, I hadn't caught that until you mentioned it actually, but the complaint ID number in the email does not match the number in the subject line, which is not even funny. close. So they're just, they're just number punching, um, yeah. <laughs> over there received complaints from G drive and Gmail and Google. Uh, this part, I think the formatting looks really nice with the little like columns block there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It just doesn't really make any sense but it looks official i think that's the part that looks good um yeah i do like that part except again it's in two different fonts so you know There's but that. um they but just couldn't help themselves <laughs> they're just really excited fonts <laughs> are their passion um oh clearly <laughs> but yeah otherwise i mean the call to action yeah i think the button there you should install an antivirus program here you go like click yeah. here um yeah, and they that's it. Yeah, you were right. They never really said like, please respond to this email or mm -hmm. you need to do this. So it's kind of a, it's the idea of opening the email and clicking the button mm -hmm. to scan for is enough. Mm -hmm. And so I do think that's good. I'll give it a, I'll give it a six, I think for that. Um, but final thoughts before we calculate the total, I just, my, one of my favorite parts, first of all, Comic Sans as the big header in the middle of the email is what classic a yeah like mm, gorgeous and then well, at then. the end the double disclaimers that don't match up and so I'm like make where, no sense like who where did this email originate like did what is this someone's MailChimp that they hacked and then just <laughs> added on their own disclaimer but didn't know how to delete poor Kayla Whitney's disclaimer yeah, right. at the bottom <laughs> or like where did these addresses come from um no idea you know like that's just, I just love that. I I just thought that was so funny when I scrolled to the bottom and saw it's that. It's so, so random. It's so unnecessary and random. Yeah. And I don't think Google support would have a like, it, if you wish not to receive these emails, but because it's Google support. Um, yeah, it's not but, like a, an advertising yeah. promotional list. Yeah, and I wanted, I'm not going to, but I I agree, I could ding a point as well for believability just because this was sent to a non-Gmail email address, which I feel like if you're sending this, maybe you should double check that you're only yeah. sending these to Gmail The correct addresses. platform, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's, that's, a, that's a pretty big giveaway right there, but that's an easy yeah. one to miss if you weren't- Sure, yeah. Like thinking about it, it I mean, unless you, you knew that you didn't have a Gmail account also. Yeah, someone who also has several email accounts that they use um, regularly, you know, right. between work and personal and this. <laughs> and right. I, uh, spoiler, I don't use my personal email for uh, hunting out phishing scams. So right. <laughs> I try not, I try to keep my personal email a little more secure. But um, yeah. but yeah, so between those, you know, yeah, I mean, if I wasn't thinking about it, I'm just going through inboxes, I could forget. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm not actually on a Gmail Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, what are our totals for this one, Kat? Okay, remind me what your A was again. I think it was seven. I think I did seven, five, six. Our average between the two of us was 20.5 out of 30. That's great. That's pretty that's, good. That's over two thirds of the way there. Yeah, they did good. Yay. That's a what? 75 plus something percent. So good job. Or no, wait. Yeah. No, that's yeah. three fourths. Sorry. Uh, they're math doing is good. not on my New Year's resolution. So <laughs> we, we gave up on math. that a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. sighs> okay, so the uh, email that I have to share today, uh, the subject, it's much less colorful. I'll put it that way. Okay. Um, it the subject line reads "Old photos from Paul Lemon." Love it is how you would say that, and the email address is from Paul Lemon zero one one six nine seven six three two one at h a n o i dot Hanoi, I guess. Hanoi, yeah, Hanoi dot. Minoy it, Hanoi. <laughs> yes, yes. I'm sorry, I'll let you finish the email address here. I don't think I can. Um itrathukva.vn. Very official. Okay. Um, I got all it. right, listeners, you're just gonna have to go read this one on Instagram for yourself. 
But moving Paul on Paul, from Paul Lemon, and then it's um, apparently it's a forwarded message because the the first text we see is begin forwarded message, Perfect. and then below that it says from Paul Lemon, and then the text should have emailed it to you a lot sooner. Anyway, you may still remember those two guys, and then there's a link. Ooh, um, and that link, the URL is. F-A-O-Z-K dot Fardisad <laughs> uh, dot com. Perfect. Okay. And then, but the uh, the PAs de resistance of this email is the closers that they chose because they're quotes. Yes. The, two of them. <laughs> and the first one, the first quote says, don't let someone else's opinion of you become your reality. Les Brown. Very wise. Thank you, Les Brown. Next quote. Might This is the motivation to get you through 2024, folks. Okay. <laughs> quote, you can be the ripest, juiciest peach in the world, and there's still going to be somebody who hates peaches. Dita Von Teis. Wow. Inspirational. <laughs> End of email. Okay, quick side note. Please do. Uh, thoughts on ending emails with a quote in general. Ooh, this is a good. Okay, this is a this is a good thing. I find it to be fairly unprofessional. Okay. And I mean, I've seen lots of people do this in different ways, and I guess it really just depends on the quote, though. Like, is it is the quote related to your profession at all? If mm. that's the case, okay. Like, like a physician is like signing off with laughter is good medicine or something. You know what I mean? Like something that's okay. corny. Yeah. But then there's some, I don't know, but then it feels weird. Like people are trying too hard to be like philosophical when I just need a spreadsheets by Monday. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or I, like, I am not really, a fan. What's really awkward is when it's like, if it's like not a serious quote, then it's like funny, haha. But if there's, but then if they're overly professional in their email, it's like this doesn't jive, and I don't know what to do with about you. Yes, I think it's it's confusing. It's weird. I just think it's weird. Your email signature is for your signature, and leave it at that. It that looks is my too. It's cluttery. It feels out of place. It's yeah. odd. And if it's like your automatic signature, first of all, it's even worse if you're just like typing this out at the end of an email. Oh, like, I, first of all, that should be a crime. The, yeah, that's straight jail. to jail. Uh, <laughs> but if it's your automatic like email or whatever that or automatic uh, signature that ends your emails like that's just yeah, it's too much. Like, I don't even love those emails at the end where it's always like this is a private email, blah, 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 blah. And oh it's like a God. block yeah. of text. And I know like- And I that's what some... mine, like mine has to be like that. Yeah, because I know there I are professions. Yeah. Yes, I know like legal field or profession, mm -hmm. like uh, health professionals or like there's other, like yeah. other degrees that have to, or degrees, other fields, <laughs> fields that have yeah. to do that. Mm -hmm. And I get that. I, th I think academia might have to do that as well. But, um, and I get that, but it's still annoying because it's yeah. still just like, it's, it's so, so much, much cluttered. And if it's like a thread- and every time Ugh. they respond to the thread, there's just like a paragraph at like in between the content. It's exhausting. But yeah. I digress. I <laughs> I think quotes in emails that are professional emails that are not personal emails are no, absolutely not. Yeah. And still weird and odd for a personal email. I would not personally choose it. But yeah. Well, Paul Lemon did and he chose he couldn't <laughs> he decide. chose two. So he went with both. Yeah, that is absolutely jail for me. Um, as they say, crime. As I say, every villain is lemons. And Paul, I'm sorry, <laughs> you fall into that category. Uh, oh my but, god! So, um, do you want to go? Go ahead. I'll and go. Give your, I'll start. Yeah. Um, you, you have really strong feelings about this. I could tell. Apparently, I do. For a very short email, I have. You're really triggered by feelings. this. <laughs> uh, Paul, you're attention uh is weird old photos from paul lemon like 
I guess I would click on that, but I'm like, what is what? Like that's just so bizarre. But it is oh, attention grabbing. I sorry, I should cut on here and add mm-hmm. give some background to this. So this one actually came to my personal spam folder. And there were like at least 10 different iterations of this same email. They were were all different. I guess I could have read multiple versions, but a lot of them just ended with like cheers and a smiley face emoji Mm -hmm. or, but the, but the, the ploy for all of them is that he has old photos of me that he wants me to click on some link to see what they are, which feels really icky. Yeah, this feels like the the email equivalent of the Facebook Messenger scams yes. that you get, where they're like, "Oh my gosh, look who died!" And then it's a yes. Link. By the way, like, I almost oh, got... is this you? And like the link, I almost got got by one of those ones. No, amazing. <laughs> uh, long time ago. Anyway, yeah, that's really but, funny. But this, okay, I'll save. Go ahead. I'll save okay. my thoughts. So attention grabbing. Uh, um. It is attention grabbing in the sense that you see the subject line and you're like, one, who is Paul Lemon? Right. And two, are what old photos like are old photos of me? Old photos of uh-huh. like historical moments? Like, what does this mean? Yeah. So, because when I read old photos from Paul Lemon, my mind goes to like, what is this from some like famous photographer from like the Depression or something? Like, is this like the lady with the kids in the cart? Like, is right. this what, like, what is this? Like, I'm picturing like, is this some artist or photographer that I'm supposed to know and don't? And I'm just uncultured and I don't know. It anyway. also makes me feel like this is one of those. So, my grandparents used to always send me those forwarded emails of random mm. yeah picture yeah. forwards you know what i mean right. like inspiring yeah. photos of america or yeah. you know what i mean like uh photos from major world events lost yeah. time just yeah. those like weird but like very uh very much for a certain older demographic mm-hmm. yes that is the feeling that i get from this email Yes. It feels so it's either creepily personal or it's yep. like one of those. Like yep. a, like, oh, look at these like never before seen footage of World War II or whatever. Exactly. Um, it's one or the other. Yep. And so then it's begin forwarded message. And so then I'm like, oh, okay. To me, that puts me to rest a little bit. My attention. So the attention is high. I think this gets an eight for attention grabbing for me wow. from the subject line. Okay. Um Mainly from the subject line, because I don't know who Paul... And also, Paul is the one sending it. So you're like, oh, right. okay. So... Never mind. Weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. But then I see begin forwarded message, and I'm like, okay, well, hopefully that means they're not pictures of me. But then <laughs> the message is a little reigniting of my concerns, because it's like, <laughs> you should still remember these two guys. And I'm like... Huh? Okay, Paul. Um, <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> thanks. <laughs> uh believability i think it's if i was someone who gave my email out to a lot of people i guess or was someone who primarily communicated through email um perhaps this would be believable in a sense because it's like oh i don't remember paul but he has old photos like and like i don't text i email so yeah. like if this is your main form of communication that you're active right. on is email. First of all, I'm sorry. Second, um, <laughs> this might feel more believable in the sense that you're like, oh, I don't remember Paul, but oh, I guess he has these photos. So I should uh-huh. probably look at him. Mm-hmm. Uh, the link is not very, the link's not very good. The link to me just screams like, what is- Do not click. Bozk at fartsad.com. Like- <laughs> This screams, this is not good. Like, this yeah, is not legit. Bad news. If it was, like, a misspelling or, like, it made it look like it was a Google Drive or yeah. made it look like it was a Dropbox or something like that, I would be, like, more convinced. But overall, the plot is there, like we said for the last one. This is an interesting, unique plot that we haven't seen yet mm-hmm. um, on the podcast. So I do like that. So I think for believability, I'm going to give it a seven. Okay. Just for that sense of, like, yeah okay like it could be there and like it's all one font which is nice it's very straight (laughs) to the point uh it looks much more like a typical email 
yeah, when it comes to call to action and charisma, um, the call to action is very straightforward. Click this link. I mean, it doesn't even mm-hmm. say it, but that's just the understood the next direction. Step. Yeah, like you may still remember. Here's a link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's very straightforward. That's good. The charisma is just you would think that there might be some sort of hey, haven't talked in a while, or like right. some sort of greeting. Some sort Some of greeting. Sort of, There's no greeting. It just immediately it's not personable. says, should have emailed to you a lot sooner. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know who Paul is. Like maybe some fake way to try to remind you of who Paul is, like, or like make you feel like you know who Paul is. I feel um, like they, yeah, I feel like they did it. They left it vague enough so that you would connect some dots mm-hmm. as you could. Yeah, I suppose. It's just, it you know, feels a little too vague for me, I think, for the charisma. Right. And yeah. then as well as that, is that he has two quotes in his signature, <laughs> but no quote. actual signature, which... No, just, don't need it. Just quotes. It doesn't actually say his name at the end of it. It's just the quotes. Yep. Um, And they're not even italicized, like, to no. show you that they're, like, part of the signature or whatever. And so I just have a vendetta against signatures and emails i guess but um i think you're just get strict strict criteria for those although i do love the second quote the the ripest the peach juiciest one? peach is just wow incredible it's a really colorful it's yeah. such an odd quote choice for what sa- the tone of the email sounds like an older man <laughs> yes with like super bare bones texting ability yes. like and this sounds like a like language southern lady <laughs> yeah but like in a like she's giving this as a pep talk to her pageant girls because right. she's a dance teacher <laughs> right <laughs> like, it's just yeah the quotes don't match the tone of the email at all they don't um, even go together it's so weird no. It's just, it's very much a, like, live your life. Don't <laughs> listen to other people. Here's some photos, by the way. Um, yeah. So yeah. charisma, call to action is clear. The charisma is odd. The tone is inconsistent and strange to me. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give a six. I would probably go higher, except the tone inconsistency. So I'm going to go with a six for okay. my my call to action and charisma. Okay. I, uh, for me, the attention grabbing is also going to be pretty high. I think I'm also going to give it an eight. But uh, of the two options that we gave, the alarm is Mm. that is like this stands out because I'm like old photos from a, a man whose name I don't recognize. Right alarm bells going off immediately (laughs) don't don't like that i don't because that's just where my brain goes um so i feel immediately on edge about it and then you open it up and the text like you know for the most part looks fine but then my alarm is raised even further when it says anyway you may still remember those two guys uh don't like that again no that's yeah <laughs> in that context it's especially out of, i'm sure out yeah. of the blue highly alarming to me don't like it feels very creepy that was that's like the fair. tone that i read it in yeah the first time and i was like mm. hate hate it hate it a lot <laughs> um and then the cat yeah. you might just be the juiciest ripest peach <laughs> in the world you know somehow that makes it even worse oh it definitely makes it worse yeah i think the word juiciest in an email with a ploy that they're sending me like old photos of myself from someone i don't know all of that just comes together in this like we're just gonna wrap it up with a bow and say creepy stalker i'll just Um, go even broader and say the word juiciest just doesn't need to be an email correspondence at all never ever nope a different word nope (laughs) Hate it. Hate it a lot. <laughs> a lot. Um, yeah, agreed. So don't like anything about that. Um, very attention grabbing though, because it my cortisol has spiked and I'm slightly <laughs> afraid of Paul. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna give that one an eight. Okay. Actually, I might give that one a nine. Who am I kidding? Just very attention. Your attention is, is my completely... attention is. Yeah, he captivated. He's got my attention. Uh, Then we get to believability. 
after the initial alarm tapers for a second and my critical thinking kicks in, not super believable because I'm like, wait, who is this guy? Although <clears throat> I should mention that. So I've, I've been getting iterations of this email scam for a very long time, actually. Okay. And the first time that I ever got one, it was like super bland. It wasn't this entertaining. Otherwise, I would have brought it up a long time ago. Um, no, the the quote the quote signature is a new addition. So that was when I knew I had it. Oh, that it. seals it for sure. Yeah. yeah. But um, the first time I got it, I was in a like community choir and they were trying to arrange like a retirement party for the conductor and one of the gentlemen from the choir who's an older gentleman uh i believe his name was something like paul lemon or paul layman or something oh okay i don't mean to call you out paul but um so the very but similar first, enough yeah close enough so that the first time that i got one of these scams at that time i was like what photos was this from our concert or like i i like mm. i almost bought it they almost and got it, you and it made me wonder if somehow his email was the one that got hacked or something and sent it to me through his connection in the choir somehow yeah. or like because mm -hmm. we're on the same like email forwards mm -hmm. um emails from the conductor right there's a theory yeah. i don't know if they that's a layer yeah. yeah, it does. It does. So you throw that into it and suddenly this maybe feels a little bit more believable. But maybe maybe those quotes are his actual email signature. <sighs> I sure hope not. And you never knew this whole time. <laughs> I really hope not. Paul X nay on the peach quote. All right. We gotta get no that quotes. out of there. No yeah. quotes. Um anyway, so so there's that aspect but object i'm gonna stay objective on this um because i've gotten now 20 of these so i know for sure that they're not actually right. paul and there are no photos with me and two guys don't know what that's about either um so the believability i'm gonna give this one like a five the okay. plot is fairly like it's vague enough that maybe you like if you were just going through it quick would click on the link or maybe not mm -hmm. think like it's catchy i guess enough that you might go for it mm -hmm. before you really stopped and thought about it especially if you were like me and you had like your fight or flight had kicked in after right. the subject line um and then for charisma i think he cashed in all of his charisma points and cards on the quotes at the end. Um, again, ripest, juiciest peach. That feels like a really icky attempt at being charismatic. Um, but the call to action is very passive. Like we said, it's just a link that they're kind of like guiding yeah. you to. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> I'll give them some kudos for the, the quotes adding charisma um and i guess the call to action is also fairly logical um so i'm gonna i'll give that one a six i'll say okay um yeah so oh my gosh our average score for this email is also 20.5 well they're tied unplanned dear listener i promise you and These are not prearranged, and no. I'm not good enough at mental math to to plan this out. So no, <laughs> me either. Um, wow, that's the first time we've ever had a tie, but both Ooh. of these were like fairly decent. Well, decent you know what they 30. say about a tie: it is a tie. That's my email sign-off quote. <laughs> Feel free to use it. Oh yes, I will be adding that to my email signature first thing. Monday morning. <laughs> yep, love it. I want to start off with a little uh, riddle for you here. <gasps> what on. do uh, cryptocurrency, the metaverse, a democratic financial ecosystem, and Chuck Norris all have in common? Mass delusion? 
Correct, but <laughs> the answer we were looking for was CEO Stephen Reese Lewis, oh, who is so the topic close. of today's story. Okay. <laughs> uh, to start off, and we can cut this out for time if we need to, but I would like you to watch this uh, minute and a half video that I will share the screen for you here. Oh my to goodness. set okay. the scene for our oh host has disabled screen oh, sharing so uh, maybe not well <laughs> hold on <laughs> okay you're um good. okay this will this will set the scene this looks like like the newest halo video game <laughs> i don't think i want to be on that gerbil ball in the sky well cat welcome to the hyperverse oh my now that you've seen the trailer where reality ends, imagination begins. Our story today centers on this now, I believe, defunct um, <laughs> cryptocurrency uh, fund. And we're going to call it a fund. That's what we're going to call it. But okay. yes, and it, it revolves around the leader of the hyperverse himself, Stephen Reese Lewis. So for some background, we will maybe be able to put the link to the video for your immersion. Um, Definitely. But the hyperverse was pitched to investors as a competitor to Facebook's metaverse about, you know, having a dominance in the space of virtual reality as well as some sort of way of, um, you know, involving crypto. I think the whole point was you invest and in return, you get this digital currency for the hyperverse and you can reinvest those as payments come out from that. And you can continue to make more that can eventually be uh, converted into various crypto currency options for you. Mm -hmm. So kind of like V-Bucks. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that was kind of the pitch that was happening here. The Hyperverse pitch to investors, hey, we're really trying to be a competitor in this metaverse space and give Zuckerberg and those others a run for their money and be the, the predominant leaders in this idea of virtual reality. And at the head of this was CEO Stephen Reese Lewis, um, who has a very impressive resume. Um, he was pitched as someone who spent over a decade in the IT and fintech industry. He started a career with Goldman Sachs. Um, he then became his own web development uh, company entrepreneur and sold that company to Adobe. He has been involved in many emerging markets in technology. And in 2016, he got involved in blockchain technology and crypto. He went to uh, dis distinguished universities. He has a very impressive resume. He sounds uh, like the golden boy of a crypto yeah, he's guy. like a Silicon Valley like dream, yeah, right? Exactly. He has all this experience and knowledge and success. He also was endorsed by celebrities, including Chuck Norris, um, on wow. their on their presentations that they did virtually for investors. Um, and this only had really one problem. Um, Stephen Reese Lewis, as far as we can tell, does not exist, Kat. Ooh. He is just he a picture on a screen. And the this story comes to us primarily from The Guardian, Australia. Um, oh. He was introduced as the CEO. They really sold the whole company on his, you know, this emerging company in a new field on his resume as their, you know, kind of... He's reliable. He's successful. We can trust this guy. But now um, they owe creditors about $58 million. Um, and in U.S. money, it's it's even higher. Um, yeah, promotional materials used him. Um, they were also linked to a previous scheme called Hyper Fund. 
which not great rebranding if you're trying no. to <laughs> anyway it's just like um so yeah this guy as far as i can tell they the university of leeds the university of cambridge where he was um supposedly a Educated. student and uh received degrees they have no record of a stephen reese lewis um there's no records of him on the uk company's register uh, the U.S. Securities huh. and Exchange Commission, they contacted Adobe and Adobe said they have no record of ever having an acquisition of a company owned by him. Um, huh. And all of their records are public since they became a listed company in 1986. So there's no SEC filings that show that this happened. Uh, Goldman Sachs has no record of him working for their company, which is where he allegedly Whoa. started his career before branching off on his own. Uh, the only the only evidence of existence of of this man is the Twitter account uh, that I sent you for that that promotional video, yeah. which was set up a month before the Hyperverse video launch. Oh, um, it is now inactive. All other tweets have been scrubbed from the account, and now that Except pinned post for... is the only one that exists. Yeah. And the that Hyperverse. went otherwise. It's it's inactive since twenty twenty one. Um celebrities who endorsed him specifically and the hyperverse brand at large were not available for comment but it is believed that they likely just were paid through cameo to read a script uh, and have no actual connection to the hyperverse beyond wow. beyond that how they removed the logo is beyond me but uh for the videos but I mean, with technology these yeah. days, if they're proposing a hyperverse, yep, I guess hyperverse they figured it out. Uh, also continued to rebrand. Um, Wait, so it's still like that still exists? So hyperverse later became hypernation, or actually hyperverse is the umbrella company, and under okay. it was also hypernation, which uh, um, leaders in hyperverse still are you know, somewhat unavailable or said they've never actually met this CEO in person, but but he they assure that people are just making stuff up on the internet because rumors of him not being real started a couple years ago, but there was no evidence to really support it either way. But now that The Guardian's done this full investigation, it seems that those rumors are looking to be true. Um, Especially Hyperverse... with his mysterious silence on the whole issue. His mysterious silence. He, he has no other social media accounts except that Twitter. There's no LinkedIn. There's no Facebook. There's no evidence of him existing in any of the organizations that he allegedly is a part of. And, and then it gets a little weirder as well because um, so he, you know, there's a face for him. I can show right. you the picture. Um, he just looks like an average middle-aged white man in a suit yeah. um which some believe they just typed that in and picked one but yeah. um yeah so there's that but as we move into hyper nation um we see that oh and before i go into this so they started not allowing as as people became wary and nervous about uh the news about hyperverse uh, they started to want to withdraw their their investments. And so sure. then they, they locked those down. And so then people were not able to withdraw their investments from uh, Hyperverse. But then they were instead encouraged to, to move their funds to um, the new platform that they had created of Hypernation in 2022, which was did a live broadcast uh, on YouTube and had two promoters who were masked and give off very much like Squid Game vibes to me. If you've seen Squid oh, Game, I don't like um, that. Their names were Mr. H and Miss N, and they were the two promoters for the new program. Uh, Mr. H describing himself as an evangelist in the New World Order, and oh. that he and his uh, co-worker or co-promoter Miss N were the official ambassadors of Hypernation. And I do this have photos of them as well for your review, but um, they are just masked individuals on a screen Wait, otherwise in it. all black. Um, let's see those. I'll share my screen here. So. Oh my. Here's Mr. H. Uh, very squid gamey. And then. Also, 
um here's oh, miss n that looks like a this looks like a um like a screen like a um an ad for like party cities like a masquerade <laughs> yes. mask image absolutely wow that is interesting um and hyperverse is now owing i believe it's in the billions now <gasps> um, of investors people they talk about people who have lost their life savings giving to um giving to this organization and now being unable to receive their funds but as of now ceo stephen reese lewis who was the face of this project this failed company uh, presumably, according to The Guardian and their research, uh, does not exist. And this story comes out in the new year. So this is very recent information as well. So I feel like this whole scheme was super flimsy. And everyone, like I said, mass delusion. Everyone mm -hmm. was so eager to hop on like the crypto metaverse train that they didn't even try to verify this company. Yep. Everything about it screams scam. Yeah. And for some reason in Australia specifically, most of these reports are coming out of Australia because the Guardian Australia is the one who did this breaking yeah. report. But yeah, they Australia did not seem interested in uh, warning or putting out warnings that this was potential scam or fraud it looks like other nations did such as new zealand but that uh australia just didn't step in um to get involved while this was going on until now that the fallout is happening and now i think they're stepping in to to help victims of the of the scam but yeah it's very much it's a like worldwide too mm -hmm. it's very much a pyramid scam from what i saw in the sense that the whole point was you tried to recruit, you know, it was the classic oh, try yeah. to recruit other people to invest as well. And depending on how many you recruit, you start to get a larger percentage of their whatever, like you know. Yeah. And so it was it was all about, you know, recruiting and getting those people to recruit and getting those people to recruit and building on that. And so, the of course, like most pyramid schemes, the first group of people that started it did find some initial success um in their returns but in the long term if they stayed with it they did not this is so interesting and meanwhile we know... still do not have the metaverse or the hyperverse so ne nope i'm dying to know like who the person or persons are that are behind it like is this a group there were Some two kind... other men that mentioned whose names i would have to look up uh, Sam Lee, I think, was one of them. And yeah, Sam Lee was the founder of the group, uh, okay. Blockchain Global Cryptocurrency Exchange. But are they um, real names? Are they real people? He's real. He's a real person. And then there was another guy. Let me pull up his name here as well. Ryan Shu, or however you say XU. I apologize if I'm pronouncing it incorrectly. But he is the... Sam Lee and business partner Ryan Chu uh, are the founders of the collapsed Australian Bitcoin company. But the CEO and the face of it was fake, was Stephen Reese Lewis. Um, and it was his reputation that they they highly promoted for the materials. This gives I know you don't watch the show, but for any of our listeners <laughs> that watch Black Mirror. Yeah, this is giving like overt Black Mirror something is smells like really rotten here but in a mm -hmm. very like it's so over the top like with it's just i don't know how any i don't know how anyone uh, and i mean you know i get it maybe they were convincing i guess i mean people say that they were very good but reading it after the fact with hindsight you're just like it looks so fake and when i see screenshots of their of their promotion promotional materials yeah. i'm just like how did anyone i would never trust someone in a mask no from party city no with my with like telling me about his mm. like new country in the metaverse as uh -uh. like yep that's where i need to put my money like i just i don't know i just can't fathom being 
being convinced that this is better than a 401k but <laughs> yeah it's something i'm i don't know something feels really sinister about it like this shouldn't have worked because in hindsight like you said this looks really scammy like a bad fake and being like oh but chuck norris said it's okay so it's okay yeah <laughs> and it's like, like well, who what? sure who picked it? How is he an authority on like alternate reality currency exchange? <laughs> like what? I guess that just goes back to the idea of like celebrity endorsement culture in general. And I'm just like, unless it's something that's so like passe. tied to them. Right. Like, I don't know. Like what I trust, would I trust someone about like a skincare routine? Maybe like if they use it yeah. or whatever, but like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to listen to Chuck Norris about cryptocurrency. Sorry. I'm just not, that doesn't, there's no crossover there. Uh, yeah. This is blowing my mind because yeah, everything you just showed me, like the video, the Twitter account, those screenshots of those weird promoters, it screams bad attempt at a virtual reality mm -hmm. platform fake. I don't know. I'm surprised that that garnered as much money as it did. I guess people are more eager to believe than I would assume. Yeah. The hyperverse.net also I don't think exists anymore, even though the website is on his Twitter account. When I have attempted to uh, go there, it, it says like, no. <laughs> I guess they, they just decided to stop paying for the domain rights. <laughs> yeah. So wow. big scam. Billions big lost. Big scam. I guess. Look out. Look out. Look out. That's there crazy. are, you know what? Is your C is your CEO real? Ask questions. <laughs> like <laughs> reverse Google image search. <laughs> it, yes, honestly. The amount that can be uncovered just from a reverse Google image search is yeah, wild. It doesn't take much. <laughs> but this is a wild, this is a wild story, and I'm it's very confusing to me. <laughs> it's very confusing to them as well, I think. <laughs> um trying to keep track of someone who may or may not exist is probably a lot of work. So yeah, it's I well, just think if this is true, as it appears to be, you know, based off everything that they've said, yeah, does not appear to exist is the header. So I will use that phrasing. But yeah, if this what appears to be true is in fact true, I mean, wouldn't you pre-plan this a little more? Like, wouldn't you like create like a profile a little more than like right before you launch everything like wouldn't you, you would like think. maybe build this up a little bit like a bit maybe... of a backstory yeah i mean like they yeah like it's just like create a presence like they have like the yeah. the portfolio but they don't have like the presence there's no person of some sort of digital footprint and it's just funny to me that there's just no digital footprint of this person who allegedly has been involved in technology his whole life. <laughs> so right? if he did, that's another, that's another topic. How did he, evade how does someone who works in world. IT, yeah, like evade technology and a uh, yeah, digital reputation. Yeah. But also paper reputation and trail also with that. all of the institutions that they claim to be a part of. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it was a pretty bad fake is why I'm so surprised that nobody like double checked this guy's credentials or like fact checked anything that they claimed about the company. Yeah. Nobody, yeah, and that it was nobody so... looked into it like at all. It's wild. Crazy. Yeah. I'm just going to say it. Cyberchase did it first. Cyberchase did it best. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. That's the only metaverse I want to go to. That's space. all I got to say. Yeah. So. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, seriously. We need them now. These are trying yeah. times. <laughs> yeah. Where are they? Protect us. <laughs> Protect us from the hacker. Please um, come back. Well, Red, this has been so much fun. What an episode to kick off the new year. Yeah. Great emails. Um, hopefully enjoyable story for our listener and yeah, we're off into 2024. We'll see what other crazy, <laughs> crazy scams and things happen as we unfold into the year. There's, there's no way to know, but only time will tell. Actually, we'll be here to retell on the yeah. podcast. So stick with us. And if you happen to be the recipient of any scam emails, any phishing emails or any scam messages 
um, in any format, feel free to email them to us. Actually, please do. Uh, to <laughs> gonefishingpod at gmail.com. Yes, that's a legitimate email. We do check it. And uh, you can also DM us on our Instagram account. Again, Gone Fishing Pod on Instagram, where we also post all of the scam messages and emails that we read from week to week so you can join us and critique the formatting for yourself. So definitely give us a follow, check it out, and share with a friend uh, anywhere you get your podcasts. But that's yeah, all we'd I- love to hear it. Yeah, we'd love to hear your stories. Love to if you've experienced being <laughs> hopefully not the victim, but the attempted target of yeah. <laughs> something. We'd love to hear it. If you absolutely adore quotes and emails um, for email signatures, tell us, us about it. Give us your <laughs> argument. I'm happy to. I'm happy to hear the other side on this position, but. Uh, for now, I'm standing. I'm standing firm. But <laughs> change. He's red. You're the guy sitting at the table that with the sign that <laughs> changed like, my mind. Yeah, changed my mind. <laughs> uh, the journey it. of a thousand miles begins with one step. That's my. <laughs> that's my closer. Perfect. Change my Put mind. it on an email. <laughs> yep. Yep. Oh, but man. yeah, that's all I got, Cat. This was fun. That's all I've got too. Happy New Year. Yep, and stay safe out there.